host Ricky, and I'm here with my my co-host these days, Michelle. How you doing? Good morning. A little chilly, but it's a good Monday morning, so I can't complain. Well, yeah, that that winter weather's coming quick, Michelle. It is. Happy December. You know that? Like, we got through November. Now it's December. I feel like it's going to be a good month. Yep. It didn't start good, though, Michelle. And I think that's where we're going to start the show. Let's just dive right into it. We're going to have a little Monday vent session. Because sometimes you have those type of weekends where you got to vent. You got to vent. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. So that's what we're going to do here today, Michelle. For a little bit. For a little bit. That's what I'm here for. Let it all out on the table. Lay on the couch. Whatever you got to do. Let, let's hear you vent. All right. So the first thing we're going to do here is just go over some of these weekend results from Steady Picks, from myself. Um, I want to start things off even on Saturday real quick because I think that's where things started to tumble downhill a bit. We had the biggest play of the day. For steady picks was LSU plus 18 and a half. A two unit play um, was even looking like it could have possibly been one of our larger plays. But thankfully, Michelle, only two units. Did you watch that game at all? I did for a quarter or two. Okay. I was rough. It was one of those ones we had to turn off. I mean, for anybody who watched... We, we drive down the field, LSU on the opening drive, about to go up, 3 nothing in the game, make a statement that we're going to hang around here. And not only does the field goal get blocked right out of the gate, so you, you go from being up 3 nothing, you, you miss the kick, but they completely fall asleep on the play too. I don't know what in the world happened where they're just – I think they thought it was an extra point or whatever – they completely fall asleep. The Georgia player picks up the ball, runs it back for a touchdown. We're down 7 nothing right out of the gate to a team that good. So, disaster. But what I want to say, Michelle, is despite all of that, they had opportunities to cover the game late. It ultimately, when you look at like the scoring that took place, I got to watch my language here, but Brian Kelly, not a fan of his, he decides to go for two. He doesn't get it. After Georgia then scores, they decide to make him pay for missing going for two, and they go for two and get it. And don't get me wrong, there's a million things in that game that could have swung the spread one way or another, but when you look at the actual scoring that took place, the difference in us covering that game was the two-point conversions. On Like they won by 20, you pull that two points off, or you just go 7-7 seven, seven if they kick the extra point, and it's, in, it's a cover. So a hard one, Michelle, is my point. Just like anybody who hung in there and watched that whole game, man, just tough, tough. Yeah, that first drive was one of those, those plays where you're like, can they do that? Is that legal? Like, it, it was done. And then when they showed the box upstairs and the coach, wait, 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 and then it's like, go, go, go. Like, I... I was beyond myself. I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, and I bring that game up first because I don't for me personally, that was the that play right there was the beginning of a spiral, Michelle. A a, a straight up spiral. 
that would continue probably... I'm still spiraling. Let's call it what it is. I, I understand. And you know what? I like to give, as much as I had a lot of money on that game, hats off, though, to Georgia. Because that play, though, was insane. It was a momentum changer. It was good for that team. Fuck not a, Georgia. I'm not a huge Georgia fan, but I just like the way he executed that was pretty flawless. But we can move on. All right. All right. Hats off, though. Hats off. So is that it for Saturday? Do we want to move right into... Sunday or yeah I want to move into Sunday but let me just quickly let's let's keep the trail of the spiral just for the story's sake here for anybody who cares to laugh at a wounded soldier so that game loses down down big I did hit Kansas State personally before that so I want to say did start off good but then Michelle we go over to the UFC okay and I decided Let's not play my picks. Let's go with the steady picks plays. I sprinkled a little bit of of Sean Brady and Joe Pfeiffer's picks. They did pretty good. They were like the lone bright spot. I think they did pretty good. I have to double check, but I did not do good in the UFC. Kyle Dawkins gets knocked out. Um, I don't even want to tell you how much money I've lost on the Dawkinses, to be honest. Big fans of them. Philly, Philly fighters, but, man, I have lost a fortune on these guys. You know what we need to do is get, like, a chart. Like, the the amount of money, like, the lines were on there for a little bit. Now the Daw- Dawkins, is that how you said their last name? Dawkins. Dawkins. Oh, Michelle, I have it. So, I, and shout out to the app Betstamp, because I've recently, like, been been really into just, like, tracking everything through there, and because they give you a breakdown of sports, sports books so I can see where my losses come from and they come from the UFC for the most part okay um but that being said so Dawkins he gets knocked out Michelle down down a unit there then uh the second play Jack Hermanson I I didn't I was kind of like in a spiral at this point but he I thought he was winning he looked good the first round and I turned my head and he's he's on his uh, stomach like in a weird spot and he's, he's the fight's over so he loses I'm trying to remember what the third pick was oh so then tied to Ivasa Michelle this is a guy that I am a massive fan of okay he's just he's just a cool dude you know he's a guy you'd want to grab a beer with all right I, I always you, bet on him okay I'll take your word on it yep yep and I, I hammered a tie to Avasa irresponsibly. I know Steady Picks had it for a half unit. I bet it much bigger than that. Is this the Hawaiian with all yeah. the tattoos? Okay. Yeah, it's the he's uh, actually he he kind of looks Hawaiian, but I believe he's from uh, New Zealand or Australia. Okay. But yeah, he's got that look. He's he's just a banger, and it didn't go well. He got rocked early. I didn't realize quite what this guy he was fighting was. Maybe you know because. After watching that fight, I don't know who, like, this is a guy, there was extreme value, even at minus 200, looking back at this Palovich, whatever his name is. But moral of the story with the UFC is we get smoked. Smoked. Ricky, the moral of the story, all the kids listening, don't do this at home. Don't bet the people you like. Because, Ricky, you're, you're a victim of it. You, you love this guy. True. But we're going to keep it moving, Michelle, because 
then we get to Sunday, football Sunday, which is where most of the action usually takes place. But before we get into that, I have a funny story for you. I know uh, you you love story time. I do love story time. Is this a no? No, tell me your story. All right. So Saturday, like we just touched on, steady picks hit the old reverse sweep. The reverse sweep. Know, just put the words together. It's when you sweep backwards. The Ofer. Whatever you want to call it. It's a bad situation. It's a handicapper's worst nightmare. It's a anybody's worst nightmare to, to lose all of your bets. It's only happened to the steady pick system. I'm sure it's happened more times than this, but there's been two times in particular that there was really untimely Ofers, Michelle. And you are going to love this one because one of them was Saturday where we had a lot of traffic on the website, a lot of new people signing up. Needless to say, their first impression was was rough. But do you happen to know when the last really bad over was? I have no idea. Tell me. Okay. And this one was brutal. I forget the exact date, but Bob Meanery. Are you familiar with oh, the guy? Good old Bob Meanery. Good old Bob Meanery. Shout out to him. I forget the full context of how this came about, but whatever happened, we're talking to Bob. We're trying to work something out with him where he promotes us. You know, he's he's got a really big, like, sports betting audience. Um, so it was a really good fit, you know, to, to to get in front of his audience. Wouldn't you know it, after being on a scorching hot streak leading up to this, I'm not joking, like, this is one of our better runs ever up until this point when when Bob does this. So we hit this day, Michelle, and all of a sudden you get that notification on Instagram, you've been mentioned, blah, 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 and Bob Meanery's got us in his story. He does a full-on video saying, picks are free, you know, check, uh, try these guys out. We put up five picks that day. Wow. That's a lot. Five picks that day. And we, the whole team, I mean, we have a system we go by with everything on the steady picks card. There's no human element to it. There's boxes. Think about it like this, Michelle. You have seven boxes. It's got to check a certain amount to be a play. If it doesn't, it's not. If it checks a lot of boxes, it's in, you know, that's when you see the units raise. So this day, we have like, we have three plays that we feel fantastic about. And then we have two golf bets up too. The golf bets are like huge long shots, you know, plus 1,200, plus 1,500. What, what would you guess happened this day? Where thousands of people are signing up for steady picks. I'm assuming Nelly didn't come on saying it's hot in here. <laughs> I'm assuming he didn't come on based on the story's beginning. We go 0 for 3 with the three picks that are happening that day. So remember, there's two golf picks. Mm -hmm. We go 0 for 3, and when I tell you, we are getting buried. Like, Instagram DMs are, they can't even keep up with the numbers. They, the, his audience is having a field day with us. And it's the worst part is, again, for, for weeks straight, we're winning every day. And I kid you not, we're, we're going three and one, two and one, every day. So we reverse sweep. 
we get battered. Now, keep in mind, there was a lot of like positivity that did come in like, oh, this is free. You got write-ups. Like they did like it, but we reverse sweep. But here's the thing, Michelle. Sunday comes around, the golf picks. One of them is John Rahm, like plus 1,200, and we only gave out like two golf picks on this tournament. It's We smack a plus 1,200 on Rahm, and that over three day where we lost three units ends up being like a plus 12 unit day when you look back. And all those people that messaged, some of them must have like completely forgot, never followed up, but they start even like disappearing too. People are unsending them or they're following up. So from that point on too, we just, we got scorching hot. So after, moral of the story here, after we drag on for an hour is even after a nightmare situation happening, like in these offers, the people who hung in and continued to play the picks or didn't, you know, just like really evaluated the service and the picks for what it for what it was, it turned for the better. And it ended up, you know, we won a lot of his audience over. Um, so that's all you can do is see the bright light here and hope that, you know, we, we see another good run. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we got, we got, I'm looking at our, our uh, yeah, calendar. Yeah, we got a lot here. We got a big agenda. Let's talk about the team going to Florida. Let's, uh, let's address the situation. How do we feel about it? Are we excited? I mean, I'm looking at the weather, 80 degrees. You can't be that. Steady picks teams going to Florida this week. A bunch of us, few of us going to Florida. But here's the thing. I'm terrified of flying. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to drive? Are you going to audible last second? I drove second? the last time I went to Florida. I know. Um, I'd be curious to the people out there, if any listeners have a fear of flying, what are you doing? You, you medicating? Like, what, what do you... What what are we doing to get ourselves? I mean, I'm going to show you this weather. If it's not enough to convince you to just get on the plane for the two hours, I'm gonna get on the plane. Put it that way. I've never let it stop me from going. The fear of flying places, but I will say, Michelle, like I'm terrified right now. Like it's been in my gut for like a week. I something about being in a tube in the sky just doesn't sit right with me. <laughs> it never has. I'll be white knuckling, squeezing the whole flight. Short flight, right? It is a short flight. And you know what? You've been asking. You've been asking. The Steady Picks team has news for you. Upgraded you to first class. We all know you're a terrible flyer, so you will be sitting first class, so you'll get some cocktails. Is it smoother up there? You know, I've never sat up there. So hopefully. (laughs) A little more leg room for those who don't know. Ricky's tall and lengthy. He's like a Gumby. If you guys all know Gumby, <laughs> he's uh, like 6'2", what, 6'2", 6'3"? Tall legs, so uh, first class will be nice for you. Well, I appreciate that if that's true. But, all right, yeah, so keep an eye out for some some sunny Florida content coming from the team. We're going to try to make some waves down in Florida, spread the brand a little, all right, and enjoy over. the sun. Will Ricky get kicked off a uh, jet ski? That's a good under over. Why would I get kicked off? Not kicked it's only off, happened like, twice. Will will a wave kick you off? Like will Ooh. they 
hopefully it's not choppy because sometimes with the jet skis, like it can be fun uh, depending on how choppy the water is. But sometimes you just want a nice smooth ride. But all right, we got we got to keep this moving. Hold on, Michelle. And to the listeners, sorry if we're dragging a bit. Oh, it's a tough Monday. All right. Just before you all, you're looking at that. Uh, to recap on the weekend, it was Big John's 60th birthday. So we got to spend uh, a little time with him watching some games, try to make him enjoyable as we, as we call it, went backwards swept the weekend. So on his birthday, we backwards swept for Big John. And but Big John, huge asset to the team. Shout out man. Sorry, Happy Big birthday. John. Sorry we, sorry we reverse swept for you. And I know he plays the picks religiously, so we we gave him a fucking over five on his or over whatever on his birthday. Um, all right, Michelle, let's get back into the NFL and get back on track here. Okay. We had one, two, three, four, five, seven bets in the NFL, and we, I mean me, on the Ricky card. We made two of them on this show on Monday, so let's look at those first. 49ers, Dolphins. 1.75 unit risk to win a unit. It cashes, but it cashes in a crazy way. The 49ers lose Jimmy Garoppolo for the season, Michelle. It's now out. What was Done. his injury? What Broken happened? foot. Ugh. Done for the year. But the backup QB comes in and gets the job done. The defense really gets the job done. But we said on here, Michelle, I want to go back in time here. And we said, this is one of those games where the big bullies in the neighborhood play the little fast guys that, you know, generated a little buzz. They're, they're scoring, and they impose their will, and the big boys beat. It's like when the older kids show up at the, at you know, at the football game. That's what happened here, and even without Jimmy, it's an easy win, easy cash. Next, though, we take an L on the Chiefs. This was a steady picks play, too. Man, Tom's going to love this. He was giving me so much shit, Michelle. He said that whenever Joe Burrow comes up, you and I just, like, ooze over him, and it's, it's kind of funny. Looking back, we probably do. He, You're probably he, oozing over the wrong reasons, too. You know, he's a good-looking guy. I mean, he's, like, half my age, but he's a good-looking guy. Hey, he, you never know. Shoot your shot, Michelle. Shoot your <laughs> shot. He's a, he's a good quarterback is the more important thing here. And here's the thing. I don't want to put it on Travis Kelsey, but the Chiefs were in good control of this game. They were up four points. Travis Kelsey hits a big play down the field and fumbles. From that point on, I don't think the Chiefs scored. It just completely tumbled, flipped the momentum. And Joe Burrow, what I'll say about him, Tom, here's your Joe Burrow ooze of the week. The guy is a better passer than Patrick Mahomes. This is a hot take. He's a better passer than Patrick Mahomes. He might not have the arm, but if you look at the ball he throws, how accurate he is, the way he, he always gets the right read, this guy's a machine out there, and shame on me for continuing to bet against him these last few weeks. If their schedule wasn't so tough, Michelle, I would be pouring money in on the Bengals to win the Super Bowl. Sounds crazy, but I think they are... Maybe the only team that could go into either Kansas City or Buffalo and win. I really believe it. So we'll see. But that's a loss. Titans lose. 
big. So we take a loss on the money line and the spread. Packers win, Steelers win, and then two small plays, Commanders and Chargers. Overall, on the weekend, we lose about 1.5 units. Total on the year, Michelle, still pretty good. 48 for 24 with four pushes, plus 13.7 units. We were at 17-something at one point, but still up 13 units. Having a great season. That's all we can ask. In, in the NFL, let's be real. But, yeah. What else do we got, Michelle? Um, oh, you were starting to tell me about, and I said let's save it for the show, how to spot a bad handicapper. Oh, okay. This is a good way to... To educate me and everybody else listening. All right, and look, I'm not the police here, and I'm not saying that I'm credible to be making these assumptions and whatnot. But in my opinion, here's a few things to look out for, and I saw these popping up a lot this weekend. If you use a handicapper who is doing one of these few things, and maybe we'll touch on a few every episode, but... Here's a couple to look out for. We'll call them red flags. First, a handicapper who would buy points around random numbers and lay juice, like pushing a line from 7 to 8, pushing a line from 10 to 9. Like, what are you doing? Do you... uh, we'll, we'll, We'll break these down if... I'll throw it to the people if they want. I don't want to get tangled up, but those are poor bets, negative EV bets. The only time you should ever be buying points in the NFL is around three, and you should only be doing it if you're getting a really good number. And that's not an opinion. That's There's strong data that backs up a large sample size of doing this. So if your handicapper, Michelle, or someone you're buying picks from is frequently doing that, run. Right. Okay. Another one. This is my biggest signal that I look for in determining the credibility of handicappers. And again, this is just an opinion. I don't want to make it seem like, you know, I'm some honcho over here. But when you have someone who's frequently on the wrong side of games with strong betting signals, it's kind of a red flag. And to me, it it's very obvious that that person may not know what they're doing. And I'll give you a couple games this weekend that are good examples of this. The first one was Utah and USC. You could not, it's so, if you bet on USC, I'm not saying you're dumb. If you bet on USC as a max play or you took them irresponsibly big, I'm saying, what the fuck were you thinking? Because here's the thing, Michelle. When you have a line come back through three, despite 99, it was almost 99% of the tickets and stuff on USC, even if you, that signal is so strong that even if you loved USC, a wise better would acknowledge that and say, I shouldn't bet this big. Like, this should be a one-unit play at the most. 
I'm acknowledging a strong signal against the play. And that person should have been, you know, if you're doing that and you're, you're a true handicapper with people paying you, you better tell your clients, look, the sharp side's this side, but we're going to take a flyer here. And I don't know, Michelle. So if you, if you're working with someone who was on the wrong side of that big, that's a bad one. I hear you. Another one, the Jets, honestly. Yesterday, I know this was a play that lost, but, man, there this was a bet I ended up on, too. And I, you know, for a lot of the same reasons that were in the article, but, Michelle, even betting signal-wise, they would not give the hook on the Jets. This was... And, and there was so much Jets money despite the ticket split. Like, there was, again, just a lot of signals on this game. And even if you dig into the data, you would have seen that in so many areas, the Jets are better. And despite the Jets spotting them 20-3, to three, they were down huge big. Michelle, they go all the way back, and they had a million opportunities to win the game and just couldn't get it done. But I can't stress enough, like, a Vikings max play, yeah, you won, and, you know, you should take your win and feel good. But, like, man, anybody who looks at the betting market, I'd be curious to put you on the stand and say and defend, you know, why you liked that pick prior to the game. I hear you. No, like, these are all valid points. I'm taking notes. And we have one more reason, right? Yeah, the only other one I was going to throw in was going to be teasing college football. A lot of people have been doing that. You know, I think it's mathematically proven that it's like a really bad bet. Even I'm already seeing the early teasers for the national, the playoff games in college football. So Georgia's laying six and a half. Michigan's laying nine and a half. You're already seeing, or Michigan's laying eight and a half at some books too. So you're already seeing the teasers come in on Michigan and Georgia. Um, Looks like the books are setting that trap right out of the gate. They want people to jump on that. So, I don't know. Like, if you're teasing college football, that's another kind of, like, red flag. Okay. Do you feel like you got it all out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, somewhat. Let's move on. What's next on our our agenda? Next we're going to just look at Monday night football and quickly look at the early bets. And we're going to get out of here, Michelle Monday night football saints going to the bucks. Your boy, Tom Brady, Boy Tom Brady, you hate him, right? I hate him. That's a passion. Your boy, Tom Brady. He takes on his nemesis. These saints always give him a tough game. He will be, Missing a lot of uh, players here. Tristan Worf's star tackle, out. Antoine Winfield Jr., out. Doubtful. Um, Leonard Fournette's questionable. So two biggest injuries are the tackle and the safety for the Bucks. For the Saints, Michelle, defense is healthy for the first time in a while. Like every, pretty much everybody's in. Do you have... 
Let's not forget your your two unit wonder a couple weeks back. You got anything for us? Uh, what's a what's the line here? The money line, line. Money line. You don't even you don't even want to look at the spread. No. All right. Bigger, we'll go, go right home. to the money line. We'll go right to the money line for you. You're looking at minus one eighty nine at BetMGM on Tampa. Come back plus one fifty five on the Saints. And what's the spread? The spread is three and a half or three, depending where you go. BetMGM's at three and a half, but most of the other books are at three. This is what I just said not to do. Don't bet on personal beliefs or likes. I hate Tom Brady. I feel like he's got more Botox and Dolly Parker. Uh, Whoa. Yeah, taking shots. So I'm going to just go with plus three and a half for the Saints. Get in the hook, Michelle. That's I'm not doing two units. This is a personal play. Honestly, I'll do a half to one unit. On this one, but um, look at Michelle Saints. getting out her phone, putting the bed in too. Saints, let's hit Tom Brady so hard we ruined the Botox. <laughs> uh, one day we got to get to the bottom of the Tom Brady hatred because I know it can't just be about you know like medical surgeries to en- enhance his age. There's got to be something deeper here. Did he did he hurt you? One of your teams? He hurt me personally. <laughs> um. I actually don't don't hate that three and a half. It's literally the only one in the market right now, too. So, yeah, I want I want nothing to do with this. I did make one bet though, Michelle. Where is my phone? Because we put it in right before the show here. Please tell me it's Tom Brady gets sacked. No, actually, like six times or something. No, so it's actually on the box, but I'm just confirming the line. Um, the Bucks are playing the 49ers next week in San Francisco. Not sure what the quarterback situation is going to look like. But I took the Bucks plus five over at Bet Rivers. The line is three at a lot of other books. So my my thought process here is I don't know what's going on with the uh, quarterback situation with the 49ers. If the Bucks look really good tonight, we probably get a really good number here. If it's a disaster, I still don't think the number's that far off of this five, unless like injuries, key injuries happen. But even with a loss, I feel really good about getting five on the Bucks, Michelle. I locked it in for a full unit. That's my top bet. Before we go, you have been talking about the 49ers being a Super Bowl contender. Do you still feel like that without Jimmy? Not that Jimmy was a key asset, but he definitely had chemistry with the team. Oh, no question. I think that was a absolutely brutal loss. Brutal loss with Jimmy Garoppolo. But here's the thing, Michelle, and this is an interesting thing for people to think about. I don't know if it's realistic, but... Man, if I'm Kyle Shanahan, I'm you have such a good team... I'm giving, like, Drew Brees a call. I'm giving Andrew Luck a call. I'm I'm going to see what's up with Nikki Foles, who already went on a run like this in a, in a similar situation with the Eagles. I don't know. Maybe he rolls with this guy, Purdy. They sign uh, Josh Johnson. But 
This team is so good that if you had a reliable quarterback that could, you know, like really take advantage of all those great weapons on the 49ers offense, you, you got a Super Bowl team. So my thing is like, what do they do? You know, do they go, do they get one of these guys? Do they roll with what they have? We'll see. We'll see. Steady Picks Radio. Talk to you guys later in the week. Mm-hmm.